Well, hello there. You are listening to Have We Met with Brett. If you are tired of the music on your playlist, you have come to the right place. I am here to introduce you to all of those undiscovered gems, those indie pop queens, the songs that you need to know about that you might not hear anywhere else. I'll be playing you clips from my favorite new songs of the week, September 29th, 2023. And hopefully by the end of the episode, you will have met your brand new favorite song. If you could take a moment to rate, review, share the podcast, anything like that is super helpful to me. You can also follow us on Instagram at HowWeMetPod. There are links in the bio there to take you to the weekly playlist, to the podcast, to the overall playlist for the year. And there's also a link for you to donate. And if you've been enjoying the podcast and you want to support us long term, you have a new option. As of this week, I have started a Patreon, which is a subscription-based service where I will be uploading bonus content, extra episodes, that kind of thing. There is an episode up there right now with my friend Russ where we talk about all the concerts we've been to in the last year and a half. And there is another episode coming this week with Daryl where we talk about all of the important songs in our relationship. So if you've been enjoying the podcast and you want to help us keep going forward, I hope that you'll check out our Patreon. There is a subscription option for $2 a month if you just want to support. And there's another one for $5 a month, which will give you access to that bonus content. There is a preview of my episode with Russ available to stream wherever you're listening to this podcast. So check out that little 15-minute preview. The full episode is an hour and 40 minutes long. It was a lot of fun to record, and I hope you will be as entertained by it as we were. Now let's get into talking about some of this new music. There are a lot of songs, as always, that I'm excited about, and I can't wait to share them with you. The first one is actually a collaboration between two of my favorite pop entities, Empress of and Rina Sawayama. Empress of is the stage name of LA's Lorley Rodriguez. She came up with the name during a tarot card reading with a friend of hers where the first card that was pulled for her was the Empress. She opened for Rina Sawayama on her Hold the Girl tour last year in the UK. And while they were on tour together, they recorded this song. It's called Kiss Me. It was co-written with a man named Kyle Shearer, who is a frequent collaborator of Carly Rae Jepsen and also has writing credits for Tove Lo, Dua Lipa, and current Have We Met favorite Slater. Kiss Me is acting as the first single from the upcoming fourth album from Empress Of. And I'm going to play you just a clip of the chorus. This is Kiss Me, Empress Of, and Rina Sawayama. that kind of like tinkling little sound it's it's very romantic and gives the songs just such sweetness it's a really nice song too the way it builds uh empress of sings verse one and chorus one arena joins in for verse two and chorus two and it, it's a proper duet you know they kind of go back and forth they trade off they both do ad libs in the final chorus definitely one of my favorite songs of the week and if you like the sound of Amber Sub's voice, I recommend you check out, she had a song last year called Dance For You, which was one of my top played songs of 2022. 
One of my favorite things about doing this show is making connections between artists, between songs. And in my research today, I found out Empress Of has a degree from the Berklee School of Music in Boston. And that is something she shares in common with our next artist, Z Machine. Born Joe Bissell in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, he moved to Boston to go to school for music. And while he was living there, played in a band called Z at a Boston bar called The Machine. And his solo name comes from those two references. I like to celebrate queer artists on the podcast. And Rina Sawayama identifies as pansexual. And Z Machine is queer. And the song was written with another queer artist named Gregory Dillon. There's something about when you hear a queer artist for the first time. And maybe it's a, the, the vocal or maybe it's just what they're writing about. The lyrics are relatable in a way. But the first time I heard a song by Z Machine was a song called Fuck Shit Up. My friend Joel loves that song. He puts it on every time we hang out, every time we're dancing around. And it's got this great kind of bubbling electronic sound. And then Z Machine's falsetto kind of like pierces over top of it. It's fabulous. He's got a great, great voice. Very, very strong singer. Uh, And this song, it's a little bit less upbeat. It's a little bit more, it's about a breakup. It's about his ex being in the car and maybe hearing his song on the radio and thinking about what he lost when he lost the relationship. Apparently, when he was with this ex, he never wrote a love song for him, so he felt like he owed him a song. (laughs) And while maybe the concept of, you know, I'm going to be doing so great one day that you won't be able to avoid me isn't the freshest concept, I think hearing it from a queer perspective, it actually is, because now we actually start to hear queer artists on the radio, you know, and it's a different, it's a new era, a new dawn, a new day, a new song from Z Machine. This is the radio. really has such a gorgeous voice. His Instagram bio actually says, the best singer in the history of the entire world. And I mean, who am I to argue? A great sense for melody too, and just good storytelling. I really love that song. And it gives you that sense of like cruising down the highway. And though I don't really listen to the radio myself, you know, I'm more of a more of a podcast person these days. <laughs> I uh, would love to hear that on the radio. I'm a big Z Machine fan. And I'm always looking forward to hearing what they're going to put out next. I hope that there's an album somewhere in the works, maybe a tour. I think that would be a great show to go and see. And if you need some more recommendations, you can always send me an Instagram message. Tell me what artists you liked, and I'll shoot you all my favorite songs by them. I'll make you a little playlist. Have we met? Best of Z Machine playlist, maybe. Now, speaking of gay people and being in love, it is time for everyone's favorite section of the podcast where we talk about our favorite artwork of the week with my special guest, Daryl Maybe. Well, hello, baby. Hi, how are you? I'm good. Well, better now. I'm better now. <laughs> Never heard that one before. 
<laughs> well, I got to get the branding going. Yeah, obviously. I mean, you're my my creative director. So. Yes, I am. That's I'm, my title. I know you support me in that. I do. I support <laughs> you in everything, like a good bra. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to need one soon. Yeah. I've been working on them. Oh, I know. They're, they're looking good. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have tits for radio. Yes. Now say something nice about me. Oh, um, well, it's going to take me a while to think of something. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I just always need uh, validation. Big Leo energy. Well, I think I gave you lots of compliments last night. You did. Yeah, yeah. you came home in a very loving mood. It was really nice. Well, I had a lot of wine. Yes, you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at book club. Yeah, you were at your book club. Yeah. You had fun. I did have fun. Yeah. It cool. was great. I can't wait for the next one. I know. The next one is... We're going to read Britney Spears' The Woman in Me. Yes, yes. And we're hosting the party. I'm going to put all the Britney records on the wall. Everyone's going to dress up. People were saying last night that we should do lip sync performances. Dead. I wonder if I should uh, revisit my uh, my Halloween costume from oh, last year. Oh, you have to. Yeah, okay. You haven't seen my Britney. Wait, wait. Okay, never mind. Well, we're getting off topic. But <laughs> I'm not going to go into the wig, but the wig is no longer intact. Oh, that's right. Yes. I'm not going not gonna to reveal oh. what, why, but... Uh, Anyways, we'll figure it out. Okay, I love it. Yeah. And it's never off topic for us to be talking about Britney on the podcast. That's the, <laughs> what did I say last week? It always comes back to Britney. It does. It really it does. It totally does. Yeah. Especially, like we talked about, uh, I've already talked about Rina Sawayama this week, mm-hmm. and she lists Britney as like one of her major, major inspirations. Cool. So it's always connected. Yep, always. always. Yep. So there's actually, there's one other thing I want to talk about before we talk about the artwork. Sure. And I can't remember what it is now. <laughs> <laughs> Monday brain, everyone. Hold on. Okay. And so the other thing I wanted to talk about, I mentioned earlier in the episode that I started a Patreon this week. Yes, you did. So if people want to subscribe, they can sign up and hear bonus episodes. Mm-hmm. And we recorded one the other day. We did. Yeah, it was so it was so cute, so fun. Uh, we talked about some of our favorite songs from our playlist mm-hmm. that we started together the night we met. Uh, so there is how many songs on that that ma- that master playlist right now? There's like just over 300, yeah. I think. Yeah, quite a lot. And uh, and so we talk about uh, our favorites. That, like, I don't know how many did we do? Like maybe like 10 or 15. Right. Yeah. It's a good it's a good long episode if you are a fan of uh, us. <laughs> <laughs> well, who is it? Right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 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 Ooh. No, no. I'm sure most people love us. Uh, <laughs> anyways, yeah, it's a it's a great it's a great little episode. Great listen. I've also listened to the episode with you and Russ, and it's fabulous. So if you are just a fan of podcasts and like to listen to people talk, and are you you are a fan of love and uh, all things music, we we kind of cover a lot of different things. We share stories about uh, about our our love life, kind of where we were when you know that song came on and why it's on the the, the playlist. Mm-hmm. Well, I often talk about music sort of soundtracking my life and there's a lot of moments like that in the episode yeah and I'm gonna edit in some of the clips of the songs as well cool yeah yeah, yeah I think that's important mm-hmm. and uh I think each of us only cry once <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of surprising I know actually. I thought it was gonna be a uh, a bit of a waterwork mess Aww. but it uh it was actually very very sweet it was nice yeah. wasn't it it was yeah. fun it was yeah we'll do another we'll do another one well too. you want to do one about your favorite artwork of all time yes yeah. Fun. Yeah. I'm going to, I think I'm going to compile a list of my, my top 10 favorites. Cool. Uh, and I think I'm also going to try to obtain all of the vinyls as oh. well to go along with them so we can record and I can sh- 
show them up, uh, you know, and, and they can be on the the wall behind us, right? Oh, what a fun idea! Uh, and I think I, I think I actually have a lot of a lot of them that I want to talk about. Cool. So yeah, I'm gonna start working on that, but that's a future episode. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, there's two currently on the Patreon right now, so do subscribe, support, support our love, and uh, <laughs> support Brett and support our love of music. Yeah, and uh, yeah, we've been having so much fun doing this. Yeah, I've been having so much fun recording with Good, you. Good, I'm every glad. Week. It's uh, it's obviously your your podcast, your baby, but it's it's nice to uh, feel like I'm a, a special part of it. You are. Yeah. You Well, you're also my baby. Yeah. <laughs> You'll always be my baby. <laughs> now here's something from now Mariah I- Carey. <laughs> <laughs> A, a very unknown, underrated artist. Yeah, yeah, yeah up and comer. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Um, okay, so you're here to talk, as always, about our favorite artwork of the week. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let Tell me, me how you found this one. Okay, so it was a busy weekend for me socially, and I didn't really have a chance to listen to the new music on uh, Friday like we normally do. I was... Um, I was out of town this weekend mm-hmm. and I came back Saturday night and then, yeah, just a busy weekend socially. So last night when I got home uh, and you were out at book club, I had a little little time to kind of explore. And so I just went to the uh, the New Music Friday playlist, the Pop Justice one mm-hmm. that we kind of start with. Obviously. Yeah. And I just took a quick little scroll through the list and at, kind of towards the end, uh, the, the album... Uh, the album artwork that I'm going to talk about was the one that caught my eye. Just a little tiny thumbnail... Uh, was uh, was the one that caught my eye. And it's just a perfect example of, you know, they say never judge a book by its cover. I I mean, I kind of do a little bit well, with you have to. Right. What else are you going to judge it by? Exactly. So a, a really well-designed artwork uh, for, for a song is what it's going to make me click play first. And so of all the songs on the playlist, you saw the artwork and you went, I'm going to try this one. Totally, totally. So, so describe it for us. So the song is called Feelings. It's by an artist named George Reed. And the artwork is really, it's really simple, but it's, it's psychedelic. You know, uh, I have a lot of kind of go-tos when it comes to design. And one of them is the hippy dippy aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this, this artwork, it features, um, these illustrations of these melted kind of hippy daisies. Uh, they are red and pink, which I always love as a color combo. Uh, it reminds me of Valentine's Day and love and mm-hmm. they just look really nice together. The pink is this really gorgeous blush pink. Uh, well, and it's on a teal background, which is my favorite color. Exactly. And the third color is a, a teal. So the three colors there are, they just work really. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Sirens in the background. <clears throat> they all work really well together. Uh, it's a really clean graphic. I'm going to start I'm going to start crediting the the artists if I can uh, when I'm talking about the artwork moving forward. So the the visuals are by a artist named Shaban Sh- Shaban Reed. Uh, and so shout out to her cuz the 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 artwork really is is really cute and uh, it caught my eye and it got me to listen to the song and the song is a it's a house song uh, so it's uh, for me I love to put on uh, house music and just kind of get lost in it when I'm designing and that's what I was doing last night I was working on a new poster for Queer East Run Club Run Crew oops <laughs> sorry Carl <laughs> I always get that one uh, mixed up uh, but I was working on a poster last night and so I put that on and then I clicked on go to song radio which is a favorite feature of mine on spotify so i clicked on the feelings song radio and i discovered a few more songs last night that i really enjoyed that were in the similar realm as this song so yeah that's that's the one i wanted to talk about this week yeah i love i think the artwork's gorgeous and so george reed the Mm -hmm. producer 
you mentioned that he is credited on the song both as soloist George Reed, but also as Aluna George. Right. And he was the producer that Aluna used to work with when they were still a duo. I see. And I thought for a minute, because there is a female vocal on the song, that maybe they had teamed up uh, to do a song together again. But it seems like what they're doing on Spotify now is crediting multiple artists because that in the algorithm helps with playlisting, just helps them get featured more, yeah. and it also reminds you, oh, that's his this connection, right? right? If you recognize the name of Luna George, you're more likely to click play on it as well, right? right. Yeah, no, that makes that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, so shout out to George as well. Uh, I was just on his Instagram right now, and he looks like he only has two songs on his, uh, on his Spotify. So a new artist, uh, and so if you're listening, George, love your new song, love yeah. the artwork. I think it's like his solo debut, technically. Yeah. Which is cool. He must have just been producing for other people since right. uh, him and Aluna parted ways. Right. Uh, but I love the song too. It's got great energy. It's really bouncy. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's, uh, yeah, well, why don't we put it on then? Let's put it on. Okay. Put it on, baby. Let's dance. Let's dance. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely one for your gym playlist. I love that kind of like warped, chopped and screwed vocal where you can't really tell what they're saying and it's kind of um, pieced together. There's something about that that's like very, I don't know, mid-2000s to me. So I like that throwback kind of feel. And I think that trippy kind of sense is what Daryl was talking about with the artwork as well. Those melting kind of daisies, that hippy-dippy kind of era. It's uh, It's all so circular, you know what I mean? And dance music is about that shared feeling, just like a music festival is. And so I think the artwork is kind of evocative of all of that as well. You know, I was talking about how George Reed is credited both as himself and as Aluna George on that song. And that is something that we're starting to see a lot more of so that songs are playlisted more often or found by different search functions. And that is something that has been done with the new NSYNC song. Originally, it was a Justin Timberlake solo song meant for the Trolls 3 soundtrack. And I guess they were in recording it and Justin just felt like it wasn't quite there. It was missing something. And maybe they had talked about doing a little bit of a a reunion at some point. And so the guys all got together again. Uh, It's it's kind of really great to hear JC on a song again. It's, It's quite Justin forward, especially in the chorus. But just to see them all together and like being friendly. It's, it's pretty cute. I think Justin's going through kind of a career rehab sort of phase. And so he's trying to remind people of uh, the glory days a little bit. As far as I know, there's no plans to do like a, a joint tour or any more songs together or anything like that. But I have to assume that if Justin Timberlake's next solo album doesn't do very well, that it's probably not that far off in the distance. It's just the era of nostalgia and the era of reunions and they could probably make a fortune doing it. So really, why not? Truly, truly. (laughs) That's my one truly for today. (laughs) But while we're on the subject of the movie Trolls, I feel like I have to tell, this is one of my very favorite stories to tell. 
the very first time I saw that movie, I was on an airplane. And I sat down, and there was this girl beside me, and she was maybe, I'm going to say like seven or eight. Her name's Melissa. And her younger sister is sitting across the aisle with her dad. And they're shouting at each other across the aisle, what movie are we going to watch on the plane? And she says, oh, they have trolls. And I was kind of like, oh, I actually, like, I love animated movies, right? And so I said, oh, I've never seen it, but I I really wanted to. And she's like, oh, it's so good. And so (laughs) I'm sitting there with this, like, eight-year-old. We press play on the movie at the exact same time. As we're taking off, there's like that, the passenger announcement, you know, like, keep your seatbelt fastened, whatever. So it pauses the movie and she looks at me and goes, Ugh, she's so annoyed. <laughs> and I was like, I'm obsessed with this girl. So we're watching the movie. It's like so uplifting. We're, you know, we're talking about hippy dippy, trippy, mushrooms, whatever. It's like so just silly and outrageous and abstract. But the music and it's just so, so fabulous. And it's, it's just a really sweet, positive movie at, at the heart of it. But the kind of emotional climax is when they sing the song True Colors by Cindy Lauper. And of course, the second it starts, you know, I'm sobbing <laughs> in my seat on the airplane. And Melissa turns to me and she goes, it's not that sad. And every time I say like, oh, that's going to make me cry. Daryl's like, it's not that sad. <laughs> it's always a great way to to lift me out of whatever whatever funk I'm feeling. So Anyway, if you're struggling with that seasonal depression, just remember, it's not that sad. I wonder if Melissa remembers me. I feel like she's probably out there somewhere telling the story about the time that that faggot cried next to her on the plane. I will say that the song doesn't necessarily have that, like, classic and sync, bombastic sort of feel. And I part of me wishes that they had gone, like, the full Max Martin route and really, like, recaptured that. But it does have a very, like, current sound. It sounds like it could be, like, a BTS song or something. And apparently the Trolls 3 theme or plotline has something to do with Branch's, like, boy band getting back together, basically. So it might fit in perfectly with the story. I know I will be there opening weekend. I love the Trolls movies. (laughs) And uh, the music is always really, really well curated. So I'm excited to see what else they're they're covering and what else uh, they've got in store for us. Trolls 3 comes out on November 17th. And here is a song you'll hear in it. This is the new NSYNC. And Justin Timberlake. <laughs> it's called Better Place. Stronger, I don't mind if the world spins faster, faster, faster. Just let me take you to a better place. I'm gonna make you kiss the sky tonight. Yeah, if you let me show the way. Hey, I'm so excited to see you excited. I'll take you to a better Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I am always a fan of a song with a double clap. I actually think for Patreon, I'm going to do a bonus episode about all of my favorite double clap songs of all time. I'm also curious to know if you were more of a Backstreet Boys fan or an NSYNC fan growing up. I think at the time, I preferred NSYNC, but as I get older, I realize the the Backstreet Boys songs have stuck with me a little bit more. I... um. I always put on Larger Than Life. I fucking love that song. It's like my karaoke song. (laughs) We put it on at our little house party the other night and everyone was like dancing and like cheering and chanting along. 
There are a lot of reasons to maybe not love Justin Timberlake uh, as a Janet fan, as a Britney fan, uh, as a you know human person with uh, emotions. But I think Justin is cursed for me because I taught a spin class that was all Justin songs. And in it, I was spinning really fast. And I, I like to be really dramatic when I was teaching. So I would jump off the bike and land on the ground. And I guess this time I didn't stop the pedals. And the pedal went all the way around. And the clip scratched my shin. So for the rest of the class, I was just, I had blood running down my leg. <laughs> Actually, I guess that's happened to me a couple times in spin class. There was another time where I caught my belly button ring on the handlebars and I, I was wearing a white shirt and you could see blood through it. <laughs> but you know what they say, show must go on. And also when you're kind of, you're in that heightened zone, you don't feel pain in the same way. Like you don't really feel it until much later. And so, I, you know, later it hurt. But in the moment I was like, fuck yeah, I'm, that's badass. I mean, injure myself, keep going. Like I'm a rock star right now. You know what I mean? But after that, I was always really careful when I was playing Justin Timberlake. I was like, it's cursed a little bit for me. And if I was playing a Justin song, I would always make sure to play a Britney song just to balance it out. So in that spirit, we are going to go from the Justin Timberlake song to my choice for song of the week. Okay, now this is really exciting. I think it is a Have We Met first, and I talk about wanting to introduce people to maybe their new favorite song and that being what Have We Met is all about, meeting new artists, meeting new music. And this is the debut single from a new duo from Australia. They are going by the name Gelato. The duo is comprised of a singer whose name is Lana Seya, who as a soloist was going by her last name, Seya, and a producer named James Baldwin, not to be confused with the iconic American queer writer. I've been featuring a lot of music from Australia. I'm not sure what's going on down there right now. Something in the water, something in the coral. I don't know. They're delivering all these shimmery little disco bops that I'm really just eating up out of the palm of their hand. Seiya is a very renowned, uh, originally a jazz vocalist. She said she was inspired by like Ella Fitzgerald, but she has been on tour with a lot of more dance producers. She was the lead vocalist on tour with Peking Duck, for example. So while the songs themselves were maybe sung by other people on tour, she would sing the vocals for them. She has a fabulous voice. It's really rich. It's really earthy. It's really, it's described as dark on some blogs that I've been reading. And you know, I love that ethereal quality. And on this song, she goes into her higher register. She brings it down low. It's really exciting listen. The chorus is really anthemic, which is always something that gets me going. And it has this like slinky little disco beat underneath. And uh, in talking about the lyrics, the song is called Giving It Up. And she said she was falling for someone, much to my dismay. I'd been really let down with relationships in the past, so I was hesitant to let someone else in until I couldn't help myself but let them. I'm a romantic at heart, and that speaks to me. And something about the message of this song I find really optimistic and really romantic. So without any further ado, meet your new favorite artist. <laughs> this is Gelato and their debut single, Giving It Up.
as you know, in Australia, when we go into winter, they go into summer. And I could see that being like the song of the summer. I love that vibe. I love the those sort of warped vocals in the background. There's just there's so much texture. And while the beat is maybe like a little straightforward, it has like those great little like clicking sort of elements in the background. I find it really, really exciting to listen to. And as like, I guess that the dancer in me just responds to, I just like immediately start like bobbing up and down, like going side to side. Um, And I love that idea of like meeting that person who just like breaks down all your walls and, and makes love seem possible again. And that song makes it seem like for Gelato, anything will be possible. So keep your ears open for them. What a fabulous debut, and I can't wait to see what else they've been working on together. Now, we're going to jump from a brand new artist to an artist that I've been following for a few years now. Uh, Her name is Julie Bergen, and she is from uh, Norway. She is a favorite of my old roommate, Chris, and he's the one who got me onto her. I remember playing her songs in spin class back in like 2016 when I started teaching in Winnipeg. Chris would always say that she must secretly be a gay man because her lyrics are always so, so relatable. She had a song once called All of Them, and the lyric was, there's so many boys and I want all of them. There's another one. It's called Bored, and it's about being in a relationship and only being able to love someone until you get bored of them. But if you're familiar with dance music, you probably know Alan Walker, and she is the vocalist on his song Ignite, and that's her biggest song on Spotify. Maybe I'll make a Have You Met Best of Julie Bergen playlist, too, and I can help acquaint you with with her. She is apparently releasing a new album independently, and this song is the third single from it. She has a great ear for a big catchy chorus, and she has this really smooth, like airy kind of voice, which I always love. And I feel like most of the songs of hers that I know and listen to often have a harder sort of edge or are about something kind of sexy or a little like scandalous. But this one, it's got this melancholy kind of tinge to it. It's like a sort of a, a breakup song. It's very like whimsical, and it made me a little bit emotional listening to it, actually. So... Let's have a listen. I hope you like it. This is Julie Bergen and Nobody Loves No One. Any day while I could, I was right there. But you were never really right. pop music since she was really young. I think she released her first song when she was like 16. She is the daughter of two musicians, so music has always been in her life, and I think that's probably why she's got such a great understanding of how to craft a song. I love her voice. I think that's such a beautiful song. I don't normally listen to sad songs, but I know some of my listeners love them personally, so... (laughs) I know that releasing music independently is really difficult, and... It can be challenging for anyone to break through. You know, that's the whole reason we're doing this podcast, to shine some light on these lesser-known artists. I think Julie has it all going for her. She's stunning. So many fabulous songs. I can barely even count them all. I need you to go and listen to the song One Touch right now. A perfect pop song. And 
I hope that we will get a full length from her at some point soon because all three of the songs she has released so far this year have ended up on my Have We Met playlist, which as a reminder, if you go to Instagram, you go to at Have We Met Pod, there is a link in the bio and there are a lot of links there on my link tree. So you can obviously follow the podcast. Please rate, share, subscribe if you haven't already. You can leave me a review. That's really helpful for the algorithm. Thank you to everyone who's done that. I really appreciate it. And then at the bottom, there is the Have We Met 2023 playlist. It has like 700, almost 800 songs on it now, I think. Everything that I've liked so far this year is added there. You can throw it on shuffle. If you're making dinner, working, cleaning the house, whatever, great music just to have on in the background. And uh, if you like what I've been playing so far today, lots more for you to discover there. And of course, everything I'm playing this week is on the weekly playlist, which, if you haven't seen yet, has brand new cover art as well. Thank you to Jamo Best for doing my fabulous photo shoot. And again, to Daryl. I meant to thank him earlier when he was on. Thanks, Daryl. Can you hear me? <laughs> so go check out that new artwork. It looks fabulous. I'm really, really happy with it. You get to see my beautiful smiling face and a little bit of my armpit. So something for everybody. There are two more artists and songs that I want to talk about today. I know on the podcast, I love to talk about rising queer artists, and there's such a plethora of great, great queer music out there right now. The next artist actually released one of my very favorite albums of last year. She, if you watch Drag Race on the finale this year, she was in the audience and they cut to her a few times. Her name is Madison Rose, and like Julie Bergen, she is releasing her music independently as well. Apparently... When her record was done, her label, her deal fell through and she basically told them that she was going to put it out independently and they told her it would be a shit show, and I quote. But now that album and its deluxe edition, which has this fabulous cover photo of her all painted in different colors, it's called Technicolor and so it really stands out. She loves the rainbow, she looks inspired by cartoons and that kind of thing. I love her energy, she is so vibrant, she has the most gorgeous smile. She posted this fabulous video actually during New York Pride where she was running from gig to gig to gig and it was like costume changes, taxis, like she had a really, really big day and she just did all these different events, just like giving it her all on stage. She's got a fabulous voice, a great pop sensibility, and I just really believe in what she stands for, you know? She's a black woman, she's queer, and she just has that special kind of joy radiating out of her. It's infectious. Uh, her new song, it's really sexy. It's got this kind of rock energy underneath of it, whereas most of her album last year was a little dancier, and it's a little harder-edged, and it's called Girls, 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 which hearing that, you know, it's automatically conjures up neon sign, strip club, you know, that kind of thing, a little seedy, a little grimy. And so it's nice hearing her on this kind of like darker edge sort of pathway. I'm really curious to see where her music is going because she's just fabulous no matter what she touches. So without any further ado, meet Madison Rose and her new single, this is Girls, Girls, Girls. I'm sorry, but 
you can call me Amy. I have what you seek. <laughs> Were we not just talking earlier about how everything always comes back to Britney? That made me so happy. The other thing that I love about the way that song is structured, and we've talked about this before too, is after the chorus, when it goes into the kind of post-chorus chant or hook, that is always such an exciting songwriting tool for me. You think the kind of catchy, hooky bit is over, and then it's like, oh, oh, there's more. <laughs> it's just like you're so spoiled a little bit. Madison, for me, is on her way to like queer icon status, and if you aren't on board with her, you have to get on board. Again, if you need personal recommendations from me, I love chatting music at all times, and so you can shoot me a DM either at Have We Met Pod or at It Gets Bredder. I can make you a playlist. I do it all the time for my friends. I do it all the time, whether they ask me to or not. So <laughs> I'd love to help you out with that. Actually, earlier this year, I made a playlist uh, for one of my very favorite artists, Tom S. Paul, because he was playing a concert here in June. And I actually ended up being out of town and I missed it, which makes me so, so sad. But he had a few different openers, apparently, for the show. I heard it was a fabulous concert. It was basically like Tom and all his friends. I think there was like four openers or something like that. And one of them was our next artist and our final artist that we're going to talk about today. His real name is Bruno, but he goes by the name Bentley Robles. I was Googling him, and the first thing that I found out is that he did a song with Z Machine, who we talked about earlier, and that apparently they're best friends now. So icons supporting icons. We love to see it. I also read this interview where they asked what the five things he couldn't live without was. And he said, my two chihuahuas, <laughs> Valentina hot sauce, AirPods, and strong internet. And I think we might be the same person except I only have one chihuahua, but I desperately want to. So he also has two ABBA covers on his Spotify. He's got a cover of Lay All Your Love On Me, a classic, and he has a duet with Thomas Paul to their version of Gimme Gimme that came out in the spring. So the taste level is already very, very high for me. And he just seems like one of those very relatable, real people writing about things that we understand, right? The song that I'm going to play for you today is called How to Ruin Everything. And so we were just talking with Madison Rose about the post-chorus chant, and this song has one too. And it's interesting because it's a song about a relationship ending and or being ruined, and he is chanting, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> it's so related to the subject matter, but in this kind of like, you know, sound of music, doe a deer kind of way, right? It could just be a sound that I'm making. I could have made any sound, but I'm going to sing dun, 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 like... That is just so, such a cute little Easter egg to throw in for me. The song itself is a little sultry. It's got this kind of like funk sort of bass line underneath. And it seems like something I'd want to put on while I'm like walking home alone in the dark. Maybe like it's just rained. The street's really shiny. And I'm just like, I've had kind of like a bad night and I'm over it. But that never happens to me. So I just won't have a soundtrack moment for this song. I guess that's okay. That doesn't mean I can't enjoy it anyway. So my last song for this episode, I hope you like it. This is Bentley Robles and How to Ruin Everything. Should have guessed it from the way you spoke That you're good at playing a role
I've loved almost every song from Bentley that I've heard. And so I really hope that uh, he'll come back to Toronto sometime soon. I'm really crushed I missed that concert. Actually, I would have been in fine form that evening. Now, we are coming to the close of another episode. But before I leave you, I do want to remind you, follow the weekly playlist. There is so much music that comes out every week. I don't have time to talk about all of it. I usually play my favorites, but there are a few songs on there. Buy some Have We Met favorites, people I've played on the podcast before. Karen Harding had an album out this week. Mae Muller had an album out this week. Lots of great music for you to check out. And I would love to know what your favorites are. If maybe there's something you love that I didn't play, I could always throw it on the podcast next week and let everybody know about it. And I can tell them what good taste you have. I want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope you had as much fun as this week as I did. I want to remind you about my Patreon that I started I have a couple episodes on there already. The one with Russ is up and the one with Daryl will be up later this week. So again, if you've been enjoying the podcast and you want to see this go forward, it's a great, easy way for you to support us on a monthly basis. You can sign up again, either the $2 option, which gets you into our Discord, which is where we will be discussing pop music going forward once I learn how to work it. (laughs) And the $5 version is how you can gain access to these bonus episodes, which I'm hoping to do once a week. So if there's an artist that you want me to maybe do a deep dive into, I'm planning one uh, about Britney Spears that's going to be really, really special. Uh, But I'll tell you more about that another time. We've talked about her enough today. (laughs) Never thought I'd say that. But check out the Patreon. Listen to the episode with Russ. We had such a fun time recording it. And the one with Dara will be up soon too. And that was really, really romantic and a lot of fun to do as well. A friendly reminder, you can also subscribe to the podcast, rate it, review it, share it with your friends, tag me. I will share it as well. I appreciate all your support. I appreciate you having me. And I hope you met your new favorite song. I have been your host, Brett, and it was so nice to meet you.